0: Star Wars 7x7 episode 3339 we're doing our deep dive episode today looking at the first episode of the Ahsoka series and right now the premise of the series rotates around this idea of a map to Thrawn and I've got problems with it unfortunately and maybe you can help me out with that so let's talk punch it Hey Rebel Razer, I'm Alan Boyd, and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars Joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. Alright, so let's set the stage with a couple of parameters. First of all, the fact that the ser- the series opens, whatever. <laughs> the fact that the series opens with Morgan Ellsmith in New Republic custody on a transport ship heading somewhere suggests that from a timeline perspective, this is starting out in the middle of season two of The Mandalorian. So we're still roughly nine, 10 ABY, something around there, which means that we're also basically a decade after the disappearance of Grand Admiral Thrawn and Ezra Bridger. Now, as far as we knew, nobody had any idea where they disappeared to yet. And yet, somehow, someone, somewhere, has a map that is encoded in a very fancy metal ball that can show a path to where Grand Admiral Thrawn and Ezra Bridger have disappeared. And that thing would have to have been created, in theory, sometime in the 10 years in between when Thrawn and Ezra disappeared and where we are now in the Ahsoka series. However, The map is being stored inside a long-forgotten chamber on a world that had once been a stronghold for the Sisters of Dathomir ages and ages ago. An ancient stronghold, basically, and now seemingly abandoned in ruins and all of that. And the container in which this map was stored in that little platform that rises up after everything is lined up properly is seemingly so old that it has become calcified around the thing and just fractures into dust when Ahsoka starts digging into the thing. That doesn't exactly suggest that that thing has only been there for 10 years, right? It seems like it's been there for longer. So it just creates this cognitive dissonance around the idea of You know, there's an ancient map that tells where Thrawn went 10 years ago. Furthermore, it's important to note that Ahsoka only learned about the location of this map from Morgan Elspeth very recently, specifically when Ahsoka captured her at the end of chapter two, uh, or sorry, season two, episode five, I guess that would be, so chapter 13 of The Mandalorian. So Ahsoka only learned about this map and its location at that moment, which means Morgan Elspeth knew about it, of course, but it also means that Morgan Elspeth, who has been described to us as a fanatical follower of Thrawn, has not yet decided to go retrieve this map for herself. Why? Why, if she is so concerned about where Thrawn is, hasn't she gone to secure this map for herself much sooner than this? The Logical answer, it seems, is that she only just learned about the map's existence herself shortly before Ahsoka came after her. So again, who made this map and who stuck it in this abandoned temple on this ruined world of Arcana? And how could it have anything to do with the major players that have been introduced to us so far? It it just, it's not making any sense at this point. And I feel like there is potentially an answer for this, but the you know way to get there it hasn't been laid out for us and it could have been potentially with just a couple of lines of dialogue basically so having seen both of the episodes we know that when that map opens the galaxy that is shown where Thrawn is alleged to be in exile I guess that's the term that we're using for this it's not exactly exile it's just, you know, he was jumped there by some random Pergil, but that map, when it opens up, has a disk kind of surrounding and highlighting the galaxy that this map claims that Thrawn is at, and that disk is kind of ringed by representations of Pergil. These, of course, are the space whales that are just naturally, organically capable of jumping into hyperspace. So the suggestion, basically, is that somehow somebody has determined that wherever the Pergil are or come from, that they are able to make these jumps from one galaxy to another, that they're not just going through hyperspace to various parts of the galaxy that we know, that they're also extra galactic travelers as well. And it's really only Morgan Elspeth who could deliver a line about the Pergil in the series. It doesn't seem like something that Balin or Shin or Maroc would know. I think that's how you pronounce his name. It's not Merak, it's Maroc as Balin Skull pronounces it. Only Morgan Elspeth really, Could be the one to deliver a line to the effect of, oh, I know that Pergil jump from galaxy to galaxy. And so this is what I've been trying to find. Something about people having knowledge of the Pergil and their travels and whatnot. But the other thing that's confusing about this and kind of undermines everything as well, is the fact that when Morgan Elspeth arrives on Arcana with, you know, everybody else and finds out that the place had been vaporized by those HK droids, there doesn't seem to be any concern for the fact that the map would potentially have been vaporized in all of this. She seems to be completely unconcerned, even though, as far as we know, this was going to be the only way for her to determine where Thrawn had been sent into quote-unquote exile. And yet, and yet, at the same time, we also discover in the second episode that she is having this giant hyperspace ring built, which looks very much like the hyperspace rings that the Jedi starfighters used in the prequel trilogy, so that was a very cool bit of a throwback. But, you know, it's also ginormous, and it looks like she's been preparing for the possibility of extragalactic hyperspace travel already as if she knew without even having this map that Thrawn was not in the galaxy far far away that he was in some other one so why does she even need this map in the first place if she was seemingly ambivalent about it getting vaporized on Arcana and she's already building some extra galactic extra galactic travel mechanism ultimately the more I think about this I feel like it's kind of Return of the Jedi deja vu in a way we've talked on the podcast about how the escape from Jabba's palace is so convoluted and the plan is so ridiculous and it's not until you look into the backstory of how the movie was created that you figure out that the one animating prospect is that Luke decides that Jabba's too powerful and they have to get him out of the palace and that the writing team and producing team realized that All of our heroes have not been in the same place at the same time for pretty much the entirety of the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, just a small section of it, they were together. And so they wanted to get them out of Jabba's palace and get the band back together. And everything just kind of flowed from there. And despite how ludicrous the actual execution of things seems, it ends up being ridiculously exciting. And you kind of gloss over it until you're, you know in your (laughs) adulthood and thinking a little too critically about these things. Now, if you have a more rational explanation for this whole map situation as I've laid it out, then I would love to hear it. So if you're catching this on YouTube, hey, comments are right there. And if you're catching this on an audio version of the podcast, please come over to SW7x7.com and look for the blog post for this show's episode. It's numbered and titled appropriately. And drop a comment there. I'd love to hear what you think. And that is going to do it for our deep dive on episode one of the Ahsoka series. And that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast so it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be star wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by lucasfilm limited disney or 20th century fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only star wars the star wars logo all names and pictures of star wars characters vehicles and any other star wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of lucasfilm limited Other respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them all original content is copyrighted by star wars 7x7 we hope you love it